Good morning, and welcome to a rather different episode of Enjoying an Encounter with Our God. Today marks 75 episodes and over 6,600 joint prayers with you prayer partners. Thank you for coming together during the last year and a half to pray. We'll be starting into a third year in September, and I would love your feedback on what you would like to hear about, whether it's more guests or prayer, or perhaps just add something new or different. Please private message me with your thoughts. For this episode, I want to revisit something that I just noticed from old notes in a prayer journal that I was praying a lot about back in 2018. I pulled out my old prayer journal to remind myself of the goodness of God and his many answers to prayer. And as I did, I realized as I was reading that at that time, I had kept using hand motions as if I was flipping something invisible upside down or upside right when I prayed. And I kept repeating the phrase, God, bring about your topsy-turvy kingdom. God, bring about your topsy-turvy kingdom. I kept repeating that. And today, I would love for us to pray together into that. That though the world has established many things, people, institutions, companies, those who rule, those who will make laws, those who will make money, that which will be successful and influential, that God will turn it around and establish righteousness, justice, power, influence, and finances for his kingdom. In God's economy, the weak are strong, the poor are rich, and the last will be first. That's very topsy-turvy. When God turns things around, he doesn't just do what would happen naturally. He puts his supernatural to it. As in Hannah's case, she didn't just receive the son that she longed and prayed for. We know that God brought her a prophet for the nations. This week, some important and powerful people have been meeting and deciding and voting on things that will affect the entire world at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland. They think they're in charge, but our God knows and sees and hears and understands. And as we, his people, seek him with all of our hearts and cry out to him as Hannah did, he promises to be found by us. It's interesting to me that I was reading Peggy Kennedy's um, devotional for the week when I was in Ottawa, as I mentioned before, that I did not get through the border. And so my heart was sad (laughs) and hurting. And Peggy Kennedy's um, devotional came through about Hannah and her lack and how because she had to wait in the waiting, God produced something more, something more than just a child. God produced a prophet to the nations. And so she reminded us that the lack was always pronounced by her rival's mockery of her. But when I reread the story, my heart realized that it was also her husband's love that emphasized her lack. His love gave to her more but by giving that more, it also emphasized that she, she didn't have what she wanted and it could only be filled by what God would give her. Her husband's love gave her a double portion because she didn't have that what she longed for. And as we bring the many decisions that are being made right now about abortion and overturning Roe v. Wade and about the desire to take sovereignty away from almost 200 countries and give the World Health Organization governing power, and the many other agendas of wicked men, we cry out as Hannah for God to move in and minister 
in the midst of our lack of power, our lack of might, our lack of control. We know that power can be taken, but we also know it can be given. And we do not want to be part of the company of those who give what God has entrusted to us. So we will pray and ask God to release his topsy-turvy ways that will bring his supernatural works in the midst of all that is now transpiring. God, we lift up to you Hannah's prayer of praise from 1 Samuel 2, 1-11. It is our prayer as well because we recognize that you use our pain, our confusion, our lack of the power and the control for your good, because we bring it to you, O oh God. You are sovereign, you are good, you are in control. And so, Lord, we lift up this prayer of praise and pray as Hannah does. Our hearts rejoice in the Lord. In the Lord, our horn is lifted high. Our mouths will boast over our enemies because we delight in your deliverance. There's no one holy like the Lord. There's no one besides you. There's no rock like our God. Thank you, Lord. You see those who keep talking so proudly and their mouths that speak such arrogance. You know exactly what's going on right now, Father. You see the plans that have been made all week by men. You see exactly what their hearts have been plotting. And you see, Lord, the things and the the ways that are not pleasing to you. We thank you that we matter to you. For the Lord is a God who knows, and by him deeds are weighed. Thank you, God, that you are a God of justice, and you are weighing all the deeds that have been happening. The bows of the warriors are broken, but those who stumbled are armed with strength. We pray, Father God, for all those who feel like they're stumbling in their mind and their emotions and their feelings and their their jobs and their their homes when when so many things are in a state of lack or confusion you are the one who arms us with strength of oh god those who were full hire themselves out for food but those who were hungry are hungry no more thank you god she who was barren has borne seven children but she who has had many sons pines away the lord brings death and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and raises up. The Lord sends poverty and wealth. He humbles and he exalts. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. Lord, you see all those who have lost their job because of unrighteous decisions of man. You see those who are working two jobs at things that they weren't even trained for just so they can keep their homes or buy the gas or buy the food. Father, in the name of Jesus, turn it around to work for their good. Better jobs with better incomes and work environments, we pray. In the name of Jesus, we lift this to you and we thank you that you are all powerful. We thank you, Lord, that we can come to you. You're the God of rescue over and over again. It says how you love to rescue your people. The stories all throughout the word of God are how you rescue and love. You said, O Lord, that you seat those with princes, and have them inherit a throne of honor. Lord, for all those who have, who have lost and been in lack because they are taking a stand of honor, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will bless them. 
with more of you, with greater revelation of who you want to be, especially at this time. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's. On them he has set the world. The Lord will guard the feet of his faithful servants. Thank you, thank you, God. But the wicked will be silenced in the place of darkness. It is not by strength that one prevails. Lord, we thank you that over and over again you've told us it is you who are our source. You are our strength. You are our might. Those who oppose the Lord will be broken. The Most High will thunder from heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. We thank you, God, that your mighty arm has done tremendous things. You've scattered the proud and lofty ones. You've brought down princes from their thrones and exalted the humble. And that's according to Luke 1, 51 to 55, that just confirms all of Hannah's prophetic prayer. We ask you in the name of Jesus to bring down those who are making ungodly plans and have arrogantly set themselves up as gods of this world, deciding what will happen to those they consider irrelevant or expendable. You see each one of us, God, and we are not small. We are not nothing to you. We matter. Each life matters. And Lord, we thank you that even now you are reaching down to fill those empty spaces and the lack and the hurt to fill those places that um, have no peace. God, we, in the name of Jesus, we release your peace. We release your joy. We release more of you, God. We thank you, thank you, thank you that we remember to sing your praises and exalt you over all things as Exodus fifteen twenty one instructs us to do. Sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and rider he's thrown into the sea. We remember your testimony of greatness in defeating the Egyptian enemies of Israel, causing those who had enslaved your people never to pursue them again. You fought for your people over and over again, winning battles, slaying enemies, and destroying those that arrogantly defied you. Do it again, O God. Do it again and bring your topsy-turvy kingdom to this world in Jesus' mighty name. We bless you, we magnify you, we love you, and we thank you that you are our God. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you that you said, O God, that you would show a distinction between the righteous and the wicked. You are justice, you are truth, you are peace and strength. We exalt you and magnify you over our homes, churches, and nations, over all that is happening right now. We pray for your kingdom to come your will, your way to be done on earth as it is in heaven, in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us in partnering in prayer together. If you know others who would like to join in prayer, please share on Google, Spotify, or Apple, and remember to message me with your thoughts and suggestions for future times together. Have a blessed day.